What's up, what's up, podcast? Today is going to be pretty fun. Um, we are living in a very intense um, climate today, so I'm trying to do my best to bring some sort of light and unity to speak truth in this and hope that this helps and bring information, knowledge, and just help bring people together as well. So I've been doing these live streams multiple times on my YouTube page. If you're not subscribed, go subscribe at Trey Little, T-R-A-Y-L-I-T-T-L-E. And I've been taking these videos and putting them here on the podcast. So when you hear me say things like like and subscribe, that's because I got it off the YouTube channel. So anyways, Biden is projected by the popular vote to win, but it's not over yet. But I'm going to talk about it. Let's get straight into it. What up? What up? Thanks for clicking on this video and watching this. My name is Trey Little, rapper, influencer, TikToker and, you know, entrepreneur based out of Detroit. Also like to speak on pop culture and what's going on in our world, um, more than just entertainment. But today we got some big news and I had to get in here and talk about it. Joe Biden is now about to be the new president. Yo, listen, this is this is wild. Like, I mean, I, I didn't know what to expect at first, but he also got. How many votes is it? I don't have it pulled up in front of me. It's 200. He's at 284. Trump was at like a uh, hundred and like uh, 70, I think. Like, I wish I had it pulled up. I just don't have my computer in front of me. But the thing about it is like you only needed 270. So Biden went way over what was needed and expected, you know. So me personally... Um, I'm excited about this. There are some policies though that um that I'm hoping that like you know, before I say that regardless. Um no matter what happens, you know, like I'm still going to be able to have the life that you know that I want to have, you know, like even if he's doing you know, for example, his big thing was the tax, uh, the tax break, right? Or the raising taxes. You know, he was trying to raise them by like 60%. I know rich people that are like, I'm not going to pay that. Like, I have ways to get around that. You know what I mean? So, for example, he's trying to do the whole like, um, I don't, like, he, he, I'm trying not to monetize, but he's trying to have gun control, right? For me, I want to buy some AR 15s, like, period. You know what I mean? So, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But um, like I said, like there's different policies that he have that I'm not excited about that. I don't really uh, that I'm not really like, man, I, I can get behind this because I'm like um, for me, the big thing for me was having this issue of the social unrest in our country. And that's me personally. I know there's going to be a lot of people that try to argue with me. But listen, if you're not me, then you can't tell me my experience isn't what it is so that's why i'm personally excited now there are some things about trump policies that i really was like like yo this is good like funding military um you know supporting you know being able to own firearms um creating businesses creating jobs but when i looked at his policy and he said he didn't acknowledge that systemic racism was uh, an issue in america for me personally right like I said, I have people trying to argue with me and tell me I'm insane, I'm out of my mind, I'm wrong, but this is my experience, right? For me, I was like, man, a lot of Trump policies sound good, but for me, that was the deal breaker, because I'm like, 
I would love to be a part of all these things that that he's implementing and putting in place. But when you, you know, don't acknowledge the, the systems in America or when you don't acknowledge the struggle that, you know, like I personally go through and I know a lot of people relate, then it almost made to feel like we're not really made to benefit from this amazing system that is being put in America. And I'm not expecting Joe Biden to be able to change my situation if I get pulled over, you know, and harassed by the police. Like, I'm not expecting Joe Biden to be able to fix that. You know what I mean? Um, it's still going to be my discretion to, like, have to know how to, like, make sure my license, like, I'm trying to get into a point where I got my glove compartment empty to where my registration and my insurance is right there. You know, I'm kind of going on a little rant, but I'm giving a little uh, details on what I, how I feel about this. Make sure my license and all that right there. Um, just so when I get pulled over, I got my hands up. Because, like, literally, that's what my experience is every day, like, when I get pulled over. Like, I'm like, listen, hey, how you doing? Here's my ID. Here's my registration. Now, in Detroit, I haven't got pulled over in years. But if I go to the suburbs, so I'm not expecting Joe Biden to be able to change that. I still have to move right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, he... Like, I'm just glad that we have a leader that's going to acknowledge that. Now, there's some things where I'm like, come on, Biden, you can't be taxing, like, people just because they're rich and paying for, you know, making them pay for, like, people who um, who need, you know, for instance, like, uh, Social Security paying for, you know, there's stuff, like, I don't know too much, you know, apparently, like, Biden is making all of these, like, tax raises to pay for people who don't have the money to go out and and benefit from the things that the wealthy benefit from, you know? So my big thing is like, no, nah, I don't get behind it. Because for me, right, I genuinely believe that within the next five, 10 years, I'm going to be someone who's making that over, you know, $400,000. Like, I genuinely believe that, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by, you know, millionaires. I'm surrounded by wealthy people. And they teach me a lot of these systems and they teach me a lot about investing and a lot about, you know, uh, just building money and owning businesses and entrepreneurship, you know? So for me, I'm like, listen, we need to take care of our veterans. We need to take care of our elders. We need to take care of our widows. We need to take care of the homeless. We need to take care of the people who are immigrants and in poverty. I can get behind that, but I think there has to be a balance. So for me personally, I'm not about to just because I'm excited that Biden won, I'm not about to be online screaming. Um, I'm a little sleepy too, so if I'm if I'm a little stuttery or you know lacking or whatever, I can get coffee yet. I'm like I stayed up all night, but um, you're not about to see me out screaming. <laughs> Somebody said Trump 2020. That is the funniest comment that I read so far today. Trump 2020. That's hilarious. That's gonna be funny when people comment that now. Um, but yeah, so you're not about to see me out here abolish the pol like, no reform and hold the police accountable. We're actually working on it's over y'all phase. It's over. We need to be working on systems to make sure that our police officers, as well as our veterans have, uh, mental health training, trauma training, making sure that, you know, cause if we can be honest, this is what I'm excited about for a leader to be able to tackle these issues because I don't want to abolish the police. And also defunding doesn't mean abolishing. Defunding means in Detroit, we don't need rubber bullets. There's no need for rubber. Like 
no need for rubber bullets. So I don't know what the budget is. Like the budget for Detroit officers is really high. We can't cut the budget because that means less black men and women won't become uh, officers. And we need that in Detroit, you know, just so like we can have our people represented in policing. Right. So take the money from rubber bullets and put that into education, put that into after school programs, put that into like prerequisite, uh, prerequisite programs. Right. So that's what the funding means. Now, I'm not about to get on here and say, take money from the rich, give to the poor. Like, nah, no, because when I started making over six figures, y'all y'all ain't taking money from me. You know what I mean? So my big thing is that I just wish that there was more of a middle ground. You know what I mean? I just wish that if Republicans were more inclusive when it comes to like um, race and when it comes to like minorities, right? You know, it'll be a lot better. You know what I mean? Because, like, I liked a lot of the policies that the Republicans stood for. But I'm like, listen, if we, if me as a black man feel like I'm not supposed to benefit from this or I'm supposed to get the shorthand of the stick, then I almost feel like I was, I did a reaction to a guy who's a black Trump supporter. He honestly said, he said that. He loves business. He loves money. He loves uh, equity. So for him, he's just going to turn a blind eye to the racism that he's been uh, faced with being a black Trump supporter. But I'm like, bro, it shouldn't be that way. We should be able to say I'm going to be, you know, Republican or I'm going to be Democrat. And we should be able to have a middle ground and not feel like this isn't for us or we don't belong here. And one thing I do like about uh, the Democratic Party is that it's it, it, for the most part inclusive. You see so many white people, man, like who are Democratic out fighting for the lives of minorities. And here's the big thing, right? This doesn't mean that, you know, you make excuses for the people that are in need because it's like, I'm like, if you're if you're able body, if you're if you're able to work hard, if you're you know, you're strong and, you know, you got a, a, a sharp brain, then you should be able to work and make money. Right. You shouldn't complain about the government, about how you want free money and how the government is taking away everything and how the military should be banned and police should be abolished. Like I can't get behind it. But what I can get behind is someone saying that. You know, because that's my personal experience, right? I've been, I, I went through a lot, you know what I mean? As a, as a, as a black man in America. So somebody who's going to lead that, and it's up to me, right? So Biden isn't going to make all poor minorities rich, right? It's up to me to say, Biden is going to fight for these issues um, systematically, but someone like me, I have to take it upon myself to work hard, to build a business, to save, to invest in stocks. Biden's not going to do that for me. Like I said, he's going to make it to where this civil unrest and his tension is going to be addressed in America. Because what was happening with a lot of Trump supporters, and I'm not saying this is every Trump supporter, but the ones that I was coming across, it was very like nasty the way that I was being treated. Um, in a way, it was kind of like, we run this country. You got a problem, go back to your own country. And I'm like, whoa, like, it shouldn't be that way. It really shouldn't be that way. It should be, you know what? Like, we support our president. Like, let's connect, let's talk. Like, I know I got some um, 
Trump supporters that I'm that I know that we can have a conversation, but that's very rare, right? But then also you got the extreme left who talking about socialism, Marxism, who wants to abolish the police, who wants to overthrow the government, who wants to tear down capitalism, and I, I don't support that. I don't support that at all, right? You know, I don't riot, I don't loot, but I've led nonviolent protests because I believe in social justice. So the problem is that we just don't have a middle ground. There's no clarity. But at the same time, I'm excited, man, because we needed this. We needed someone that was going to step in and and get our country um, out of this civil unrest. Because it is terrible. Here's the thing. When it comes to the Democratic Party, um, a lot of people kind of point directly at rioting and looting, but not everyone who is a Democrat rides and loots. That's not true at all, right? Um, that's the main thing, right? So it's like, if we can look at that and say, man, besides the people who are doing that, the party is very inclusive. Now, when I look at like Republican, I can't say the same. Like when I, I can't tell you how many Republicans that I've really tried to have conversations with. And it's just, it's just this hostility that you get met with. And it's like, listen, yo, I care about entrepreneurship. I care about working hard. But then when it comes to these views as me as a people group, and this isn't everybody, but this is just, you know, a lot of what I've come across. When I ride through majority Republican uh, cities, like it got bad one time when I went Northern Michigan. It, it, it almost turned into, it almost got physical just because I went on a beach and it was a lot of Confederate Trump supporters. My biggest thing, man, if Trump would have just been on his game, condemning racism, condemning hate, and not looking at as everybody as like terrorists, then we would have been good. You know what I mean? But if you somebody who's saying, listen, I'm not black, I'm not a minority, I'm privileged, I don't care about y'all struggles, then that's different. You can be that, right? But just know that like, you still got to coexist with people like me in America, right? So... That's my thing, man. I just, like I said, you know, Biden, um, when I looked at his policies, he isn't as strong when it comes to building the economy. Like, he still is doing things to build the economy, but when you look at Trump, that was his main focus, right? But I feel like, okay, you know, Biden isn't going to do that, so I have to take it upon myself, regardless, even if Trump would have run, run, even if Trump would have won, right? I still was going to take it upon myself to do what I had to do to succeed. So, you know, you got somebody that isn't our biggest problem. See, and that's your opinion, though. That's your experience. You know, that's not my experience. You know, um, in my experience, racism is a deal breaker for me in my experience. And and that's why I'm saying, like, for the people who are going to say I'm wrong, like, that's your experience. That's that's how you were born. Right. Um, That's how. Even there's some black people that's like, oh, I don't deal with that, right? Well, that's your experience, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so when you look at a lot of the stuff that Trump has said, the people that, the things that he has said to empower his followers to do, I personally has have been at a disadvantage to that. And can't no one argue that. I can go to... Taylor, Michigan right now, where there's a lot of Trump supporters, and I can guarantee you that I will be met with hostility. If I walk through their neighborhood, they're going to be staring me down. 
They're going to be ready to call the police. And I go through this all the time. So I'm like, why is it like that? I could be a conservative Trump supporter, but they don't know that. They just see me walking up the street and they stare me. When I go into these restaurants in Taylor, Michigan, which is majority of a uh, conservative city, they be staring me down. Oh, yeah, the stock market going in right now. Like, yeah, I mean, my money's starting to go up. Um, I need to check it out since Biden won. But, but yeah, when Biden was in the lead, the stock market was still growing. But like when I say, y'all, we need somebody that's going to be able to step up and say, you know, um, we need somebody that's going to step up and say, let's build the economy. Let's um, give more jobs. But at the same time, let's create equity and fight for the rights of minorities and not ban immigrants or let's not push people who are trying to come from Syria and America because we're scared that they're terrorists. We need people that's not saying let's keep Hispanics out or Mexicans out because they're taking our jobs. Like we don't need that. If we're really a country of freedom, I know immigrants who came here and, you know, um, turned their life around and and whole life has changed right i know people who came from the middle east who came here and got away from persecution so we shouldn't stop that we should not stop that so when we think about all the stuff that has happened with you know what i mean like these last few years of syrians being banned out of america with you know the whole wall building and all that kind of stuff you know it's like Yo, it shouldn't be that serious. We shouldn't need to do all that to build up America and to, and to build up our country. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm going to say about that. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, this is the thing. I'm not going to make excuses for no party. I'm not going to make excuses for nobody. Like, I, I'm my own person. I'm going to work hard regardless of who's the president. You know what I mean? Um even if Trump was president again, I mean, as long as I don't get my life taken away over some hate crime, then I'm still going to grind. I'm still going to build wealth or whatever. Right. Because like I said, it's been very disheartening to see um, just all of the tension. It's almost like I can't go to any suburb. Um, there's only a few suburbs that I can go to in Michigan without having to deal with hate. You know what I mean? Um, and then the fact that I led a nonviolent protest, it, I became a target of a lot more hate, you know what I mean? All over the internet, you know, when in regardless, people are like, you shouldn't even be fighting for justice at all. Like you're delusional, you're out of your mind. So I don't know, like I said, there's people, um, who are democratic, who are super extremists and who are anarchists far left and want to abolish the police and wants to tear down capitalism. And I, I don't believe in that either, but at the same time, those aren't the majority um, I don't come across those people every day. A lot of the Democrats that I see in Detroit, a lot of them are rich. I can bring some of them on this channel. People who are making, you know, uh, over $400,000, very wealthy who are Democratic. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I wouldn't say over 400000 is very wealthy, but I mean, I know a couple millionaires too. But my biggest thing is like, oh, so somebody just brought up abortion. So... Um, the records show that the funding for Planned Parenthood went up under the Trump administration. But yeah, so like I said, I'm not into all the whole like, oh, where do you stand on a book? Like, come on, I ain't. 
ain't, I ain't in that, you know. And somebody asked who put uh, black people in jail who didn't deserve it, right? Um, I'm not about the whole, oh, it's Trump's fault. I'm just saying my experience, literally. That's all I'm talking about. I'm not making no excuses. I got some stocks. I got a 3,000 foot square feet house that I'm about to get rich off. When I sell this house, I'm about to make hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? About to go crazy, build wealth. I'm going to be someone who's making over $400,000 in some years. Trust me. You know, if I sell my house, that's already, you know, so for instance. Um, thanks, Bruce. Appreciate you. Miss you, bro. So, um, like I said, man, I'm not one of those just people that's like, oh, blame the government, blame Trump, racism. I'm not one of those people. So people cannot pull that on me. All I'm saying is when I go to any suburb in Michigan, if I go in a restaurant, dog, you know how they be looking at me, bro? I be seeing conservative or not conservative, but confederate. Not man. I be seeing Trump flags everywhere, make America great again. And if I go in that restaurant, dog, they be ready to kill me, boy. Like, and I can't make that up. I promise you, it should not be that way. At the same time, you can't say if you're a white person, and this is the misconception. If you white and you come to Detroit, you ain't about to get threatened to get hurt. Like, come on, bro. Just don't go through the hood staring at people. You know what I mean? So that's my biggest thing where I'm like, listen, there's some things that Biden doing that when it comes to like, man, you trying to tax the, but like I said, there's some rich people that I know that say, listen, Biden raised uh, taxes to 60%. I'm not paying that. I have system in places, system in place, you know? Um, so yeah, like I said, man, it just sucks. Cause what if we have someone who can take a lot of Trump policies about, you know, uh, still allowing people to buy weapons, still keeping our military strong, still keeping our economy strong, but at the same time, fighting for the needs of minorities and building that bridge. So, that's the thing. So I was kind of like struggling, like, yo, but at the same time, as long as Biden don't make it illegal to own AR-15s, then I'll be good, because I, I want to get one for my house. You know what I mean? Um, and then what else? Wait, there's a question. Somebody asked me a question. Yeah, but when you say Democrats did that, though, that's not the majority, though. If you come to... I can take all y'all Trump supporters through Detroit where there's Biden flags everywhere and you will not get a finger laid on you or people will be like, hey, how you doing, sir? Will you like some water? I, I, I put that on everything. Call me, inbox me on Instagram and say, Trey, take me to Detroit. Inbox me right now and say, Trey, I'm a Trump supporter. Take me to Detroit. I promise you, I can walk you to Detroit. There was a girl down, there was a girl in Detroit with a, a MAGA hat on, in Detroit, just walking around. Ain't nobody do nothing to her. I, pr I promise you. Just don't come through here wearing some like Confederate stuff or, you know, um, or wearing like some just some stuff like make liberals cry. Just don't do that, right? If you just come down here chilling, um, and walk around with me like, I got you. There was a dude skating downtown with a Make America Great Again hat on. I was like, I don't know why you're doing that. But at the same time, 
if I go to the suburbs right now on this YouTube live in the majority area that are Trump supporters, I can guarantee you that they're going to have a hard time with me being there. And there are some black people that I've seen that they're downtown protesting in Detroit. There's some black people that I've seen that are Republican, but those people roll in groups. Those people roll in groups, right? They roll in groups and they, um, yeah, they roll in groups and usually they have like all their people with them. But I guarantee you if they took all that stuff off and walked around, like, I don't know, man, that's just my experience, man. So I just wish, um, I just wish that wasn't the case, man. And people could tell me, I had some people tell me to cut my hair, um, look more, I don't know, modest, and I will, won't get stared at a racially profile, but I'm like, I shouldn't have to cut my hair. Like, what? What? You know what I mean? Like, why would I, I don't know, man. For me, it's cultural. For me, it's what I like. It's a part of my, my culture, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, man, like. I just wish people could have more conversations and be honest. Just like I was honest about the people who do things in the name of Biden in the name. Like, I can be honest about that. Let me tell y'all something real quick. I almost got into a physical brawl with some um, Black Lives Matter leaders in Detroit. I almost got into a physical brawl, right? Because... I was like leading a protest and I told them like, listen, y'all, we not about to burn nothing down because we don't need to. Detroit police, they're majority black and they're supporting us, right? The chief of police is supporting us. No, we need to tear down the police system, blah, blah, burn it, burn it. I'm like, why would you burn down the city that we live in that was just burned down in 1960 and we're still on a uh, on a uprise? Why would we burn it down, right? And I'm like, listen, we need to provide more jobs in Detroit. We need to bring more money, more funding, a better education system. Tear it all down. I'm like, why would we do that? So I almost got into a physical brawl because one of the leaders of the movement was trying to square up with me. Or he was like trying to get in my face. So I almost knocked him out and put him to sleep, right? Um, but the camera was on me and the news was out there. So I had to breathe and calm myself down because I'm from the hood. Like, I'm straight from the hood, you know what I mean? So I'm like, you ain't about to disrespect me like that. But what happened after that was I broke away from that. And then um, I went back to my people. And then we led another protest um, of hundreds of people that was nonviolent. You know what I mean? So, um, so, yeah, so I can be honest about that. I can be honest to say some of my own people who are supposed supposed to be fighting for the rights of black people have done stuff in hate and have done stuff in anger and I can't get behind that. You know what I mean? So that's why Detroit didn't get burned down. You know what I mean? The chief of police told me straight up, Trey, you were a huge reason why Detroit didn't get burned down. And yes, I support fighting for the rights of black people, but that don't mean I got to tear up my city to do it. Now, I can't speak for um, other cities. I can't speak for everything that happened in every other city, right? But I can speak for my city um, because there's some cities who are straight up going through a hard, hard situation when it comes to the way that their systems are in place. But Chief Craig in Detroit has intentionally banned chokeholds. Um, 
they don't do like this. They don't just go up and like racially profile. Like I've had people, police pull up on me because I've matched the description. Um, but then they like was like, sorry, man, I thought you was somebody else. But I didn't get arrested and beat over it. I mean, I got arrested in the suburbs um, because um, I looked like somebody in fed some sort of description. But, you know. So it's a lot, man. Like I said, I'm really open for conversation. I'm not for arguing and um, being ignorant and blaming people and pointing fingers. Like I said, I got friends who are um, Trump supporters and people who support Trump that's that's wealthy. But at the same time, like, I just want to have conversations, man. Like, you know what I mean? So as long as we can have conversations and build and I'm about that, you know, cause I, I want to learn. I want to get people's perspective. Like I want to talk, I want to chop it up. And as long as people ain't hateful, as long as people ain't hateful, like let's talk. This is really a conversation. Like I said, here's my stance before I end this video. I'm about building the economy. I'm about making sure we have a strong military. Um, and I'm about, you know, entrepreneurship. I'm about, you know, creating jobs, creating, you know, equity. But at the same time, I'm about justice and I'm about fighting for those who are marginalized and in need. And it's hard to have to fight for those both because there's in our country, you have to pick and choose and it shouldn't be that way. But that's why I've had arguments with, you know, uh, left extremists. And I have a lot of arguments with, you know right Republican. So, um, yeah, I, I have disagreements with both parties, but at the same time, like that doesn't mean I can't support a party. I think more people need to be like that. I think more people need to say, if I'm a Trump supporter, I'm going to not look at him as a God and bow my life down to him. Cause I would never do that for Biden, you know? But yeah, y'all. All right, y'all. Um, peace out. Much love. Thanks for watching. Make sure I like y'all this video. Make sure I subscribe. If y'all got any questions, drop them in the comments below. I'm out.